Welcome to Icky Ichabod's Weird Wrestling Live from Grand Fork's Best Source. Tonight we will be talking about the 15 greatest Vince McMahon moments. So here we go. Are you ready to rumble? You got no chance in hell, as Vince McMahon's greatest theme song would go. But uh, we'll get more into that in a minute, and we also will give a quick shout out to the band Saturnalia for for giving us permission to for making that awesome ditty for us for for the show. Thank you, thank you so much. Yeah. So uh, before we get underway, though, we'll give a quick shout out to the Mayor's Back the Badge Ride. It's going on in town for its second year. It's this August twenty fourth from four thirty to nine, where Mayor. Brand Brandon Bochensky is excited to invite UTV, ATV, motorcyclists, and even golf cart enthusiasts together to enjoy a family-friendly recreation within Grand Forks city limits while supporting the Grand Forks police, Grand Forks sheriff, and the university police department. As part of the festivities this year, we are excited to announce Zero Gravity Outreach. It is a motorbike and quad aerial display. So here's your chance to show off your support for these brave men and women who dedicate themselves each day to protecting our community. The schedule of events is coming soon, and you can find all the information and to go register at the website www.mayorsbackthebadgeride.com. Once again, August 24th from 4.30 to 9, the Mayor's second annual Back the Badge Ride. All right, Ichabod. So this is, I guess to set this up, the reason why we're doing this, uh, maybe to say to celebrate is the wrong word, uh, the greatest Vince McMahon moments. It's kind of like the more dubious Vince of the character, Mr. McMahon moments. Mr. McMahon, yeah. Not Vince McMahon the person, because uh, for people who haven't been keeping up with the wrestling news lately, kind of like, uh, I don't know if you agree, this is kind of like some of the biggest wrestling news to hit since, like, Probably w, then WWF bought WCW. W, yeah, it's when Shane bought WCW, yeah. Yep, in the storylines, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, for those that don't know, um, yeah, Vince McMahon uh, officially, legitimately, this isn't a storyline, he officially retired uh, from WWE uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Can I say something about that? Go for it. You know, like, he'll probably come back for, like, a, a hurrah, last hurrah, probably, because a lot of these wrestlers, when they retire... They come back like five, ten years later, you know. Yeah, I, I can see that come. Like they'll have them come in and do like a special speech or something like that. But no, oh, yeah, there was a big scandal that erupted over the last uh, couple of weeks, and news is still breaking from this. Uh, supposedly, there's journalists saying there's some big expose pieces coming that are in the works. But yeah, uh, if you haven't heard for those uh, for the uninitiated. Uh, there's been at least four uh, affairs that Vince McMahon was involved with that all broke out over the last few weeks. And it's pretty much uh, the official WWE hired an independent investigator to to find out what's going on. But supposedly Vince McMahon issued $3 million hush money payments to cover up each affair. So like, is, uh, yeah, go for it. Are they, are they going to be able to separate the art from the artist though? Basically, I've heard Victor on the other show say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be inter- interesting. I mean, this is all sounds like legitimate. Like what's going on with Vince McMahon, the per- the person, and I guess before the investigation has been complete, Vince McMahon. It sounds like as the more and more people are speaking out and speaking up against, you know, yeah, Vince McMahon paid me three million dollars to stay quiet too, and uh, yeah. So Vince McMahon officially retired from WWE, and I guess to make it kind of timely with the uh, with this episode of Weird Wrestling, uh, we're kind of looking at fif- the fifteen weirdest moments from the Mr. McMahon character because it's safe to say uh, that the Mr. McMahon character has been involved in a lot of weird and just outrageous storylines over the years. Yeah, yeah, you know, you, uh, 
You got your Mr. Sacco, you got your 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 corporation, you all this stuff. So I I, I figure I kind of keep it a little. Uh, uh, I kind of clued you into what we're doing here. A fifteen list, but I didn't tell you which order I do them in and which happen for what item is on each uh, moment is on each item here for the top 15 moments and we kind of got some funny reference photos we'll be uh cluing in here with a big shout out to our producer katie here and uh so I'll, i just figured i'd throw out a moment here and we'll just just jump on in with our memories from it and why, what made it stood out from being so ridiculous for mr mcmahon okay let's start all right so moment 15 and this is kind of like a multi-part moment uh six moments but all under one category the first moment was in 2001 the vince mcmahon kiss my ass club do you remember this no i do not <laughs> really well it all happened after the invasion angle wrapped up with uh, Vince, isn't it basically where all these scabs from other companies yep. went in, and basically they had to kiss his ass in order to get a job or something like that? Yeah, you're kind of on the right track. So you remember the whole invasion angle, of course, where they had WWF and WCW wrestlers fighting each other and, and all then that. They also had the ECW invasion. Like yep. WWE would invade ECW, and yep, it was like the alliance of ECW and WCW. They just referred to it as the alliance as a while, and uh, after that wrapped up after several months. The only people who were allowed to stay on WWF uh, roster in the storylines were the people that were still champions. So it was just a handful of wrestlers. Uh, but so over the coming weeks, they had other wrestlers show up just begging for their jobs back. And so one of them was William Regal. And yeah. William Regal, Sir William Regal, he's a great wrestler. Oh, fantastic. Great technician. Um, you know, you know you're, we were talking about the alliance and stuff like that. I'm going to bring something up that we're going to talk about on a future show. Mm-hmm. When XPW invaded ECW. Oh, yes, yes. X, XPW episode in the works. <laughs> yes. Sorry I had to bring oh, that no, up. We that's were talking a good... about invasions and it came to mind. Oh, no. So what William Regal had to do, what Vince McMahon made him do to keep his job was to he created the Kiss My Ass Club. He said, so he made uh, Regal legitimately kiss Vince McMahon's ass. He pulled down the drawers, the full works. Mm-hmm. Rest sure we don't got a reference photo for this one, folks. But uh, <laughs> and then he made sure to milk it up. To you know, Vince is such a the character too. He knows how to milk the moment to get the crowd riled up for it. So uh, he's like, every time Regal's about to just uh, do the little peck there, uh, he's like, wait, I don't want chapped lips kissing my ass. Put chapstick on, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, it was it was a great moment. And then so Vince McMahon kept bringing it back not all the time he don't he only brought it back for several more times over the years I've, I've heard him say before uh his favorite two his two favorite uh catchphrases are you're fired yeah i think he actually popularized it and before my ass before one other certain former president did <laughs> trumpty dumpty I, I actually i'm trying to remember it might have been around the same time that his real on his reality show that he got that phrase they, they may have happened around the same time but i want to say this man started it before he did on the apprentice but uh there are five other people that were in the kiss my ass club can you name a few of them i believe one is al snow no um i do not know then well uh, we got jim ross oh I, you you gave me jim ross's books for my birthday that's right yeah you can read all about yeah jim ross's <laughs> Uh, happy memories of Vince McMahon. <laughs> no, he's very bitter in his books. Yeah, uh, Shawn Michaels. Really, he had 
Yeah, it's Shawn Michaels. I thought Shawn Michaels was like a moneymaker for WWE. But yeah, this was just on air in character. So it yeah. was just all part of the storyline to build up for a match against Shawn Michaels. So okay. uh, he was going to have Marty Jannetty do it, but he had Shawn do it to save Marty Jannetty's job. And then uh, his son, Shane McMahon, of course. Oh, and, very nice to have your son kiss your ass. That's really nice. Uh, Mick Foley. Oh, oh, that ticks me off to no end. I love Mick Foley, man. Mick Foley's one of the best wrestlers of all time. Vince, King of the death match. Vince McMahon certainly loved shaming Mick Foley on TV. And yeah. Especially with the dude love character, which we, I think we, we'll probably talk about that later in and, the show. And finally, uh, you know, we kind of, on a Weird Cinema Review, we referenced Hornswoggle being the leprechaun. So Hornswoggle is the last member of the Kiss My Ass Club. So there you Poor go. Poor Hornswoggle. Yep. So we should keep moving on this list. Number 14 in 2001, Mr. McMahon bought WCW. And do you remember they did the simulcast? Because the last episode of Nitro, the last WCW show, they did the simulcast where Vince McMahon was kind of just gloating over buying his competition. But yeah, in the storyline, it was Shane McMahon who, who, who bought the corporate or the company. Yep. Yeah, and the storylines, like Shane McMahon snuck in and bought it out, and Vince McMahon had a great reaction to well, it. Well, you know, Vince supposedly had things going in with ECW even before ECW came into WWE. He was, like, helping with the uh, talent coordination or something like that. Yeah, it was revealed, like, years later how Vince McMahon wanted to make sure to help help him stay afloat. Uh, like, he, I think he borrowed, like, or he loaned or borrowed... Paul Heyman, I think it was up to like low six figures amounts of dollars to help them stay afloat and probably last an extra year or two longer than they did. But yeah, that's a whole, yeah, that was very, very generous. But uh, yeah, that whole Vince McMahon appearing on both uh, TNT and USA at the same time in a simulcast, that was quite the moment. Didn't Bischoff hate uh, Vince McMahon? And a weird moment. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, during the, definitely during the Monday Night Wars, and then of course, like, in 2002, they hugged and reconciled on Aaron's storylines. Because they both hated Paul Heyman, basically. Something like that. Where he brought, Remember, he brought Eric Bischoff to be a raw general manager? Yeah. And like they did it, and then they hugged, and a lot of people were like, why did they have him hug and reconcile right away? They could have had a lot of, you know, if he would have came on earlier, they could have headed up the Alliance faction. Well, it's like Vince Russo working for uh, Vince McMahon. Yeah. They, they just, you know, there wouldn't have been any Attitude Era if it were not for Vince Russo. That's true. He played a big, pivotal part. Yeah, I think McMahon was a nice filter to help round off the quirky Russo edges. But uh, for those for those of you who don't know, Vince Russo was a writer. Mm-hmm. He wrote kind of trash cinema. Crash TV was at the time a lot of people referred to it as. Yeah, he he, he worked for both WWE, WCW, and actually TNA. Yeah, yeah, he yeah he he had a big run there too. Um, we should keep moving along this list, and we. Sorry. This is where we. No, that's all good. Uh, but we got. This is where we got a first of our reference photos here. This is where in 2006 and 2015, Vince McMahon. I think at the, uh, in 2006 he was 59 at the time. Uh, in the weirdest looking uh, muscle and fitness cover uh, photo ever. So there you go. Do you remember this? And this made it on episodes of Raw. Yeah, there we go. This looks like super photoshopped. Wouldn't, wouldn't you agree? <laughs> yes, I would agree 100. percent Producer Katie agrees. I, he's, he's, he's pretty buff. To begin with, but I don't think he's that photo that is just weird. It looks like it looks like his head is superimposed on Arnold Schwarzenegger's yeah. body. I know Vincent Man is literally jacked and still is in, in his like late seventies for being seventy seven now. But uh that photo is just 
this is the only non Mr. McMahon character photo or, or list item that made the list was this muscle and fitness cover. And then he had another one in uh, 2015 where he's ha- got chains, but it was not as weird and photoshoppy looking as this one. So, yeah, just this muscle and fitness cover. <laughs> Do you remember this being? I don't remember this because I did, after 2005, I didn't watch wrestling for a while. Oh, yeah, yep, yep, and this was 2006, so yeah, and they made a big deal of it, like, they had a big unveiling of it on an episode of Raw. And, I yeah, didn't watch crazy. wrestling until about maybe 2013, 2014 again. Well, this next one will definitely make your list here for number 12. Uh, uh, it's a two-parter, one from 1997 and one from earlier this year where Vince McMahon took two of the worst Stone Cold stunners ever. Do you remember this? The very first one he took... Uh, when Stone Cold stunned Vince McMahon for the first time in the Raw leading up to Survivor Series 97. And it it drew big ratings, too, where it was like the first time uh, Steve Austin kind of laid his hands on the owner. Yeah, that that was hilarious. Actually, I've seen I've seen uh, clips of this, and and he kind of just fell over. He didn't know how to like land properly. Well, here, here's the funny part about it, you know. Um, that's that's pretty cool. But there was another Austin uh, Vince McMahon thing that was kind of cool. When Austin brings the beer truck in and starts hosing hosing everybody Ooh. in the ring down with beer. actually let's let's save our thoughts for that one for a little later. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's a little foreshadowing there. But uh, sorry about that. Oh no no that that is a very good moment. But uh, but for. The yeah, other... He always gets Stone Cold Stunnered for some yes. reason. And apparently Kevin Owens got Stone Cold Stunnered at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Vince McMahon getting stunned by Steve Austin many, many times over the years is great. Uh, there was like one time where Vin- Steve Austin just interrupted a Vince McMahon speech on a special anniversary episode of Raw from just a couple years ago. And Steve Austin just didn't say a word. He just gave the death eyes to Vince McMahon. And then Vince was just like, I'm a senior now. Don't You, you shouldn't hurt me. He just kind of pretty much pleaded with Steve Austin not to hurt him while Austin just chugged beers like only Stone Cold could. And eventually he just stunned him, didn't say a word, and the crowd erupted in, in applause. It was fantastic. But well, uh, We should move on. Yeah, but I was going to say, the last stunner that Vince took earlier this year, did you see this year's WrestleMania yet? No, I haven't. So, yeah... You know, there's Vince McMahon actually wrestled at this year's WrestleMania, and then after the match, Steve Austin came out and, uh, of course, stunned Vince McMahon. But Vince, being 77, they just can't take the stunner like he used to, and it was, it looked like he was about to tear his quads again. It was bad. If you can find clips of it online, let me try and show you after the show here. It's it was a bad looking <laughs> and weird looking Stone Cold stunner. But yeah, we will go ahead and move on. This next one is a short one, uh, 2002. Vince McMahon, do you remember the promo where he said he was going to inject a lethal dose of poison into the WWE? He, they're showing him doing all these promos. I think it was on SmackDown in black and white with his back to the to a mirror and like just because he was mad at the fallout with how him and the Ric Flair uh, owning co-owning WWF was going at a time. And so it was how Vince McMahon brought the NWO into WWE. Oh, the NWO. Total classic. New World Order, baby. New, new, uh, new, new World Order. I but can't you know who's voice. even better than the New World Order? The Blue World <laughs> Order. Hollywood Nova. Steve, Big Stevie Cool. Yep. Uh, the Blue Guy. The Blue Guy, yep, yep. Oh, gosh, yeah. Blue World Order, that was something else. I'm surprised they had a couple little runs in WWE. But yeah, that was that that whole. If you can look up those classic promos, those were 
fantastically weird moments for Vince McMahon. So the next one, we got a photo, a photo for this one here too. I guess uh, we kind of foreshadowed it just a little bit ago where Ric Flair and Vince McMahon were co-owners of WWE in the storylines. Do you remember how Vince found out about it? You got to realize I, I didn't watch wrestling for a while. Okay, I think this was this was in two thousand one. So I, I think you're w- my memory's kind of shot sometimes. Oh, sorry. I'll give you a refresher here. Um, so yeah, uh, this, this was just right after the invasion angle. I think it was probably like the same episode within a couple of weeks of when he started the Kiss My Ass Club, where uh, Ric Flair uh, came out, rejoined WWF after like a like eight years away almost nine years away and uh revealed to vince mcmahon gloating that he thought he just squashed wcw once and for all but rick flair came out and said no i i bought it before you sealed the deal and we're co-owners and vince mcmahon just gave a super dumb facial reaction where i believe we got the photo here uh yeah he pinched his ear and uh and was just kind of like doing this and with that facial and just yeah Looks like he's like locked in like stroke face or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it was a just a great moment where I haven't seen anyone do that on wrestling before or since. So. You know, you know, maybe Mikey Whipwreck did that when he won the the uh, title. They go, well, he goes, well, we just you just won the the heavyweight title. Oh, he's gonna kill me. <laughs> yes, yes. So yeah, just another just priceless Vince McMahon facial. He's great with these facials, right? Sometimes a, a, a facial expression ex- says it all. All right, so I don't think we're going to be able to do all fifteen. Oh, let's see. Oh gosh, yeah, we may have to make this a two-parter. Shoot. Okay. Oh, well, um, I will just ju- ju- we'll just jump to the number one then here real quick then since we kind of alluded to it already. And I, how about we we'll go photo G here, Katie? Uh, the 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 beer bath, the Vince McMahon beer bath. Yep. Where yes, there he is, Vince McMahon getting doused in beer. Why don't I you set us? That. Why don't you set us up for this one? Stone Cold Steve Austin came out with a truck that had a spray hose on it and just started like I believe the Bris- Briscoe and Patterson were in the ring at the time. I think it was the corporation was in the ring, and he just started spraying everyone in the crowd with beer. Yes. Yeah, so it yeah, it was yeah, it was like kind of like a running gag for Steve Austin feuding and in his rivalry with Vince McMahon for like the better part of a year, year and a half, where he would just come out in a random vehicle each week. Like uh Did he come out in a Zamboni in one? Yeah, he'd come out in a Zamboni, other weeks he'd come out in a, a quad or or like other weeks with like a construction machinery and then like would wreck vince mcmahon's vehicle or just drive it to the ring yes and that was kind of like part of the thing and it drew big ratings and that was part of the thing that made wrestling brought wrestling back into the mainstream that during that era was you know what crazy stuff would steve austin do to mess with and get the best of vince mcmahon this week well it was it was the attitude era yep the attitude era here's the funny thing about it or uh stone cold wouldn't be the stone cold he is today if he wasn't steve just regular steve austin in ecw yeah, yeah, absolutely. That that definitely led to him like getting that edge that he brought into WWF, and then just expounded on you know with the very first Austin three sixteen promo. Yeah, so big time. But yeah, this is the best moment where yeah, as you can see in that photo, Austin just spraying Vince with the beer, and then once Vince would be laying on the mat. Do you remember Vince flopping around like a fish? Yeah, I remember that. Swimming in beer. Just I can't do the look up the clips online. It's great. But uh yeah, it, it was very great and easily the number one moment for uh for 
for Vince McMahon, weird moments in wrestling. Uh, yeah, the beer bath. So, yeah, you see, that sounds like a good number one moment. That is a good number one moment. Uh, here's, here, here's one more moment that I want to say, and then we can get going here. Uh, the Mr. Socko moment. The, uh, the birth of Mr. Socko. While Vince was in the hospital, uh, Mick Foley came, came to, uh, um, to, 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 help. Vi- to help, visit, help him get better. And all of a sudden, this, this sock puppet comes up by the side of Brince's bed. He goes, I'm Mr. Socko. The origin of Mr. Socko. And uh, anyways, as it goes, um, he goes, can Mr. Socko kiss your wound or something like that? And he's like acting. It's like hurting Vince. And then he goes, get out of here. And then he goes, F Mr. Socko. Yes, yes. It was a, yeah, it was a classic moment. Also capitalized with Steve Austin being like a hidden nurse in that episode of Raw and, and at the station and clocking Vince McMahon with a bedpan over <laughs> the top hilarious. of the head. Yes. Great moment in the rivalry. Great, weird there, Vince McMahon moment. There are so many great Vince McMahon moments, and he'll be missed, you know, even though his indiscrepancies and... Yeah, I mean, yeah, Vince McMahon, yeah, it's a crazy way you went out, but you left us with many, many... Awesome and weird moments over the years. And more memories. So before we wrap up here, we'll give a shout-out here to our uh, second sponsor of the show, the Greenway Takeover Festival, and it's brought to you by H&B Sound and Light and Happy Harry's Bottle Shops. It's coming back to downtown Grand Forks September 8th through the 11th. You'll hear live music from the Gear Daddies, Mae Simpson, Big Head Todd, and the Monsters, the Yonder Mountain String Band, Cuckoo Kangaroo, Manic Drive, and more. Enjoy food, games, beer, and music. It's free before 6 p.m. and $10 after. So bring the whole family for four days of absolute fun. The Greenway Takeover Festival is September 8th through the 11th and brought to you by H&B Sound and & Light and Happy Harry's Bottle Shops. Find out more by going to greenwaytakeover.com. All right. Icky, so what will we be coming, covering next week with the return of Weird Cinema? We're, we're going to be covering Big Trouble and Little... Ch- or actually, it won't be next week. Oh, well, the, on the next episode. The next episode. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China, actually. So, all right. Be ready to rumble, people.